0: Nisambula Binaka, you listening to Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific, Ngo Okoroi Hawkins. Coming up, we check in on the COVID-19 outbreaks in the French Pacific Territories.
1: So, although case numbers are still relatively high, overall, this Omicron wave appears to have peaked.
2: And... I think everyone, all Māori and Pacific people, have got it in them um, with the right tools and the right people
0: around them. We sit down with multi award winning Māori and Pacifica business owners who are rolling out financial literacy packages to communities in need and doing everything to improve the lot for Māori and Pacifica. COVID 19 outbreaks in the French Pacific territories appear to have peaked. In both New Caledonia and French Polynesia, case numbers this week are around half the number they were last week. With the decrease in cases, restrictions are also being eased back in both territories. My colleague Walter Zweifel has been following developments and joins me now. Kia ora Walter, so finally some
1: good news. Yes, although case numbers are still relatively high, we're talking here about several hundred a day, but overall this Omicron wave appears to have peaked uh, in New Caledonia, for example, a week ago, there were about 14,000 active cases. Now they're reporting about 7,500 over in French Polynesia, A week ago, they were talking about 6,000 active cases. Now it's down to 3,100. So there is a dramatic change that has just happened over the last 10 days, and it seems to be on the decline now.
0: And, and what is happening
1: uh, with the restrictions? Are, are they being eased as a result? Yes, in New Caledonia, as of this week, uh, there is no need anymore to have this um, health pass in order to be able to fly or to travel by ferry. Domestic transport is now open for, for people uh, without having this documentation. They've also lifted uh, the restrictions on the size of meetings that they could have. Uh, until this past weekend, it was only possible to have meetings outside of up to 30 people. Now it's open. Uh, This is significant because back in January, for example, the pro-independence parties had to cancel their congresses because there was this new COVID threat in place. Um, Another change that is likely to come this week, there's now talk of abolishing the vaccination requirement for incoming travellers from outside, from France and so on. Uh, This is quite a a stark change, given that only a few weeks ago, uh, New Caledonia still had a a system like in New Zealand with uh, MIQ and so on. There is however a snag with this lift, possible lifting of the requirement in the sense that the war in Ukraine has interrupted the air link between New Caledonia and France. Air France has stopped flying to uh, China, Japan and South Korea and travel from France to New Caledonia. The traditional way has been flying on Air France to Tokyo and on Air Gala the New Caledonian international airline, from Japan down to Mumia. Now, Air says it will maintain its link to Tokyo, but from Tokyo there's no way of going on to France under the circumstances that have uh, evolved over the last few days. Another significant development in the last few days has been that in New Caledonia, the law making COVID-19 vaccinations mandatory for key people like in healthcare and so on, that law was abrogated. Uh, there were, of course, also people saying they should not have done this because uh, there is the risk of another wave, of another form of the virus, and maybe it was a little bit premature. And 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 in French Polynesia, are we seeing sim- similar lifting of restrictions? Yeah, there has been uh, an easing of the restrictions there as well. What um, is the main change in the last little while has been that the law making vaccinations uh, mandatory was linked to fines and the question was how high should the fine be after you know long toing and froing and amid threats of general strike and so on the sum was reduced from way over a thousand dollars to below a thousand US dollars. An interesting aspect is that the law applied to anyone working with the public that is you know teachers and so on and it also included parliamentarians but when they decided to uh, lower defined, they decided to exempt parliamentarians. This is a partly significant because there's been huge resistance within some quarters of the government uh, against any sort of compulsory vaccination. And uh, last year, the vice president, Diari Alpha, uh, was stripped of his vice presidency because he refused to go along with the law that was passed by the government he was a member of. Uh, the speaker or the president of the territorial Assemblies also against vaccinations. So by changing the law now to exempt parliamentarians, uh, they've basically also solved this, you know, issue that was a little bit of a rift within the ruling Tapura uh, Huratira party. The vaccination law may now possibly be dropped this week altogether because. Uh, Restrictions have been eased and the perceived threat has also subsided. But we have to see it could be by the end of the week that this law will be gone altogether.
0: The co-founders of a multi-award winning Maori and Pacifica business advisory and accountancy firm are urging entrepreneurs in their communities to aim higher and break the mould of corporate culture. Husband and wife team Ellie and Wendy Tangy set out on their own business journey 10 years ago and while they started out just doing people's books, a decade later they're also coaching small businesses, providing accounting and virtual CFO services, sitting on multiple governance boards and rolling out financial literacy packages to communities in need. Ellie and Wendy, welcome on Pacific Waves. I'll let you introduce yourselves properly. My name is
3: Ellie Tangy i um, born in Samoa, uh, raised in Aotearoa, um, I'm one of the co-founders of We of Love
2: Kia uh, ora koutou, ko tangi Tokuingwa. so my name is Wendy, um, I was born in Waverley, which is just down on the west coast, but raised in Tamaki Makoto, um, proud Māori um, from the whanganui River.
0: Maybe to start, tell us a bit more about We and, and what you do.
2: Yeah, so we... It's an accounting firm, we're a chartered accounting firm, but we liken ourselves to more than uh, accountants, so we also do business advisory work. So we work predominantly with Māori and Pacific businesses, and our purpose is to improve the mana and statistics for Māori and Pacific people um, with a vision to impact the lives of 5 million people over the next 10 years. Um, so, yeah, we're all about helping our people to see that they can do business in a way that's authentically true to them. So we want to be pillars um, to, just to show that, you know, you can be Māori, you can be here. you don't have to leave your culture or your identity at the door, but that you can bring that into business and it can help you to be really successful. Mm.
3: I, I think for for us, um, we, we are not your traditional accountants. Um, we're basically um, advisors that do a little bit of accounting. And, and a lot of our, you know, a lot of our, our people that are coming through now, you know, they, they resonate. Um, you know, when I meet them, oh, I'm glad I'm looking for a Pacific or Moldy Māori um, accountant or advisor. Um, and we've been going for over 10 years as well. So, um, you know, we have longevity um, and we have experience of what it's like to be a small business. And so for us, we impart as much of our knowledge um, to our clients on you know, the trials and the challenges that we've mm-hmm. had, but also the wins um that we have for our people and i guess being role models for our our pacific business people that want to come up and business and know that they can achieve a lot more
0: and, and speaking of wins nice segue there into the awards you you won <laughs> big this year if you want to tell us a bit about that
2: uh, we did win big this year um we had a goal to win three zero awards so i won't shy away from that mm. um to be fair, we thought it was a bit pie in the sky. Um, we just hoped that we would win one. Uh, we won one last year. Um, but yeah, this year we won the, the medium accounting firm of the year, which is for an accounting firm that is up to 40 team members. And then we won the, um, the advisory partner of the year, which is the one that we won last oh, year the work that we do to impact the lives of small businesses and then um, we also won the new one that they've just brought out which is the vertical partner of the year and that recognises the work that we do with Maori and Pacific businesses so um yeah, we were quite sh- quite shocked but um, pleasantly surprised and uh, we don't really feel that our work is done though. Oh. Um, we- we've got a mission and a purpose to fulfill so um, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and get better at it and um, keep pushing the bar for the other accounting firms out there that are doing incredible work for small businesses particularly through COVID. So just really big ups to all of the the advisors out there in all the business, um, the accounting firms that have worked really hard to help our small businesses through COVID.
3: For us, the, the, the new award other word the vert- vertical partner there really resonates with us because it, it acknowledges the work that we do for our Māori and Pacific businesses. Um, you know, for us, that's, that's our heart and we want to help as many of our Pacific communities there to build those sustainable businesses.
0: Mm. What's the significance of, of uh, a company... Um, like yourself, a Maori and Pacifica business winning uh, these prestigious awards.
2: I think it's it's huge. We we really wanted to showcase to Maori and Pacific businesses that you can play in the big fields, that you can compete um, with the big boys, that you don't have to play it small, and um, that we you know that the world really actually loves um, our culture and our identity. Uh, and so to be able to take out all three, and we were the only company that won multiples. So no one else even won two awards. We won three out of eleven. And um, so for us, I mean, it's awesome for we and our team. are Really awesome, and we, you know, we will celebrate. But it's about what that does for our customers and for other Maori and Pacific businesses, to other Maori and Pacific people who want to get into accounting. It's about being a role model for them and just showcasing that you can be authentically true to yourself, that you can grow a sustainable business if you work hard and just stay true to who you are, that you know you can actually be a profitable business um, and make an impact. You don't have to necessarily be a not-for-profit organization that um, really struggles along and relies on funding. There are ways to um, actually make profit and it's good to make profit because the more profit that you make the more money that you've got to be able to spend in communities or the more opportunities and options that arise. So um, for us, it's way bigger than we. Um, Yeah, it really does put Māori and Pacific people um, on the stage and says, hey, look, you know, we're role models. You can do this too. We can do this. You can do this. And that's really important to us.
3: Yeah, it it is a big thing for us. Um, Yeah, and being that role model is is really key. But also um, just letting our businesses know that you know, they can compete in that um, that big commercial sector and that they don't have to be constrained to say, we're a Pacific business. We can only go for these Pacific awards. We can go mainstream. And we've got the ability now to be able to go global. So, you know, there's massive opportunities for our Māori and Pacific businesses out there um, to show who they are. Um, I think too many years we have been stuck on, the I guess, the background and we have been trying to um, conform to, I guess, European models that are out there, but not being true to ourselves and what we do in our business. So, you know, big ups to all our Pacific and Maori business out there, and for being who they are, and it's time to take it to their world stage.
2: And just one more thing to add to that. Sorry, Kōrui, but, um, you know, we hear about this thing called corporate culture, and um, we think that that's the way that it has to be, and that you can only be successful mm-hmm. if you, um, you know, incorporate this corporate culture into your business, and you make things overly complicated. And, and you don't have to. We've really actually simplified our business, and we've really brought to the forefront our culture mm-hmm. and our identity. And, um, you know, we've come from corporate cultures, we know what that's like, and we decided we didn't want to incorporate that. So I think it doesn't matter how big you are and how successful you are. You don't have to incorporate a corporate culture, you can still have Pacific and Maori values and be mm. really successful and, and be competitive and, and do really well what would you say like
0: it's it's still a difficult it's it seems to be getting more difficult uh the times we live in um wh- what advice would you have for pacifica out there who are probably likely struggling through businesses or thinking of starting businesses what's your advice to maori and pacific entrepreneurs
2: yeah it's it's a really tough time at the moment particularly with um covid and you today and tomorrow are so many different days. You know, the rules for today are different from tomorrow and different from yesterday. And, um, you know, it does make things really challenging as as, particularly as a small business owner, but there's huge opportunities in the world we live in at the moment. Technology um, is playing a really big part in that. And so, you know, I think too, and something that we've done with our businesses that we've been working with is just really challenge them to think a bit more outside of the box. So let's not think about the way that it has been, let's look at what the world is now and what is coming and what the world needs and then let's give it back. Um, Because if we can do that, you know, there's that word pivot, Um, you know, if we can pivot, if we can be a little bit more um, entrepreneurial and think a little bit more innovatively, um, then, um, you know, the world is our oyster. And the other thing is that at the moment, the world really wants Māori and Pacific. Um, it's asking for it and, you know, Indigenous ways of doing things. Um, and so I think there's a huge amount of opportunity, but we've you've got to be a bit more flexible. Um, you can't be too rigid at the moment. You've kind of got to go with the flow and you've got to look at the challenges and think, okay, where's the opportunities here? Because in every challenge is an opportunity.
3: Um, for, I think for me, it's also just if you've got an idea, just go for it. Um, you only live once, Right. And a lot of our people, you know, we come from a long line of entrepreneurs, you know, as Pacific people we have traveled across the Moana to get to Aotearoa, where mm. I guess our, our Maori cousins would have um, had the longest trip. Um, and they were, you know, they were entrepreneurs way before now. Mm. Um, and and I know that if we just, if you really love what you're doing, you can create a successful business and have a talk to some people um, that have done it and have gone through the challenges you know like we love talking about our journey to uh, our potential clients and just telling them it's not easy um let's just face the reality but if you love what you're doing you can really you know you'll you'll enjoy enjoy the work that you do um and just meet those challenges head on so yeah if you've got an idea that's been sitting in your head and you go oh man maybe i should do it go out and just just try it what's the worst that can happen
2: Come come and see we, Mm. (laughs) and we will give you a really simple plan to work towards, um, and then you just work towards it. I think Mm. we overcomplicate starting up in business. I mean, it's pretty easy to start a business. You just sign up and start a business, but to start a successful one, it doesn't have to be all complicated. You don't have to completely understand the ins and outs of business, because even successful business owners are still Mm -hmm. learning different things about business. So I think it doesn't have to be complicated, a really simple business plan with a budget and a forecast so that you've got something to guide you and follow along. And if you can have somebody who knows what they're talking about, so maybe not your mate who's never run a business before or your mum who has no idea, Um, but you know, get someone like an advisor or someone at WE to, to help you through that and to hold you accountable and to help you through the challenges and um all you know it's just like little bite size how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time so you know it's not try and chunk out the whole elephant but and let's not overcomplicate things but it you know business can be simple and easy um but a whole lot of hard work a whole lot of stress um you will be crying you will be laughing and enjoy, and you know and, and enjoy and rejoicing but um there'll be tears yeah there will be <laughs> but um I think everyone, all Māori and Pacific people have got it in them um, with the right tools and the right people around them.
0: That brings us to the end of Pacific Waves for today. Remember, you can download us free to your device from Spotify, iHeart or Apple Podcasts. And if you're using Apple, please leave us a rating so others can also find us. Kākite anō.